Hello and welcome to the ProD Taylor Magazine podcast. Today, we are in Germany. In fact, we're in Frankfurt and you're not going to believe this until you see the photos, but we're in a really, really big hall at Auto Mechanica that's completely empty. We did ask for a quiet room to do it and we just didn't specify the size. So we've got a bit of funny feedback because the show is happening next door. So uh, uh, apologies for that. But basically, the hall we're in is bigger than the Waxdock Hall. And it's just us, apart from some service staff who randomly cross over and think, what the hell we're doing. Um, but better news than that, we are joined by someone I've been wanting to have on this podcast for years. But with the COVIDs and stuff, he went entirely underground. And now he's he's back alive. Not and- literally. Not, not literally, no. You he's, have to be very careful about going underground when you're talking about COVID. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, no, he survived. Um, and, uh, well... <laughs> It's, it's Reggie. It's Labo Cosmetica's Reggie Cox. Hi, guys. And I've been calling you Reggie Yates for ages by mistake <laughs> because I get confused with Radio 1 DJs because you're, you're both very cool. Well, thanks so much. Um, now, we have, uh, well, I've done a couple of interviews with you on the Telebox and uh, they were fun. We were talking about the Labo Cosmetica coatings range, I think. We did. Um, and um, so we first met, God, it sounds like a love story, this, and we, we first met over in Milan um, at the HQ, I think. What did we meet before that? We met at the Amsterdam Car Wash Show. Oh, yeah. That's where we that got the physical you. introduction. Yeah, physical and, introduction. Yes. Yeah, like that was handshake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Reggie, uh, tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Uh, there we go. So my name's Reggie, Reggie Cox from uh, the Netherlands, 40 years old. Detailer. So we're supposed to go, no, you're not 40 <laughs> years. Not. No, 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 I couldn't read the prompt card. You know, the, the face will uh, show uh, that I'm 40 years old. <laughs> it's uh, a life that I have lived. You have to look like this. Are you coming to terms with it? Because you have lived a very wild life, haven't you? There's, I have. You've lived probably five lives in uh, 40 years. I have. So um, tell us, I mean, just give an example of how damn crazy you can be. Uh, I think uh, the most simple one is to say that I'm now 40 years old. Mm -hmm. I have achieved everything I've ever wanted in my life. I have achieved all my dreams. I've did everything I wanted to do except go to Japan. For the rest, I created together with the mother of my son, the most beautiful boy in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm a very proud father. I, uh, if he's listening to this, Lev, I love you very much. Oh, <laughs> we've never had that on our podcast uh, before. Even um, I don't do that. No, well, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. No, and, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm pretty much done with my life as in uh, ambition and, and goals I wanted to achieve because I already did everything. And uh, Well, how many Subarus do you have? I had exactly one. the you right had number. Subaru. Yes. You had a Subaru. It's like that. It's it's not the real Subaru. It's the really really small one. Oh, the Justy. That's what's the one. Yeah. Oh, it still can be quite cool if it was a Mark One or Two. But anyway, we we we'll move on from that. Um, and so you want to go to Japan, but apart from that, it's basically job done. You can you can pass on without regret. Exactly. But the fact is that you're young and healthy and bouncy and very energetic. So you've probably got at least a decade in you. So, I think I hope so. Yeah, and yeah. and so your role. What's your role within Labo Cosmetica? Well, my role is basically the uh, we can we can say I'm a very good detailer, or we can say that I'm a, a very specialized person or a professional or anything. But I think more, mainly the reason I'm working for Labrocosmetica is the English. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, you guys, you've heard the Italians speak English. Uh, internationally seen, that 
kind of a dialect is impossible to understand. Uh, it, I have to admit that when the Italians speak, even even Marco, the main man who we did a podcast with actually in the last season, um, starts speaking Italian. I uh, speaking English. I don't hear the words. I just I just get lost in the romance of yeah, it. Whereas see, yeah. with the Dutch, it's easy because part of me is always thinking Gold Member from Austin Powers, and that just <laughs> keeps me entertained enough to keep the arousal level down. Um, so you do because you do quite a lot of testing and training for Labo. It's not just the PR side, is it? No, it's mainly uh, the training. Mainly, of course, the training, going abroad, uh, telling about. The products. I'm not a much. I'm, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm anti-marketing. We need marketing, but I don't like the marketing to make something look better than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of the reasons I wanted to work with Labo Cosmetica is basically they really invent a good product that doesn't need marketing because it, the product you, does it. Yeah, you don't need to BS because it yeah. it, it does that. And, and also they actually invent things. We've strange enough. Our presentation on stage in in about two hours or three hours, we ought to check that, uh, is about what makes a good product. And we talk an awful lot about Labo Cosmetica because a really important element of it is innovation. And we were talking about all the different products, all the manufacturers rather, who have a champion product. And we got to Labo because we literally had a list and we worked through them. You know, it's things like um, Autoglim Super Resin Polish and Gion Can Coat and Carpro Ironex. They're the kind of things that they really pushed forward with. And we sat down and we thought, well, there's Cronus, there's Purifica, there's Energo, there's Veritas. Veritas. The, 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 actually, Labo's just constantly pumping out these winners. And so, um, yeah, it's, I can see what you mean by um, work, not having to um, BS your way through things. So that's yeah. cool. And I like to keep it real. So I don't I don't want to make a super lattice about how epic, awesome, legendary everything is because it's it's still a hard job. Mm-hmm. And I'm more focused on creating uh, better detailers, regardless of if they're going to buy the products. It's not my goal there to say, okay, guys, I'm going to teach you something, give you a little bit of information about how it works. Uh, and this is the only way to do it. No, the information will provide you with a certain base knowledge mm-hmm. that makes you more specified in selecting the products for the job. Because I love Labo, the, the tattoo proves it. Yeah, uh, there is no discussion shows, about. Shows, it. Actually, you know, there's podcasts or something about. Where is your tattoo for it's Labo? It's here on the, uh, the left arm. Oh my god, I can see it. I'm just verifying it now, and it's it's not a, a sleeve. It's genuine. Yeah, it's a real one. That's and uh, f- for this this reason alone, I already thought that. Uh, well, they can't sack you now. <laughs> no, no. Marco always, Marco always makes the jokes, and he says uh, he, he either has to sign the contract or to take the tattoo, and he chose the tattoo. So for me, easy job, you know. It's now he's going to change the logo, though. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. If he changes the logo, I'm fucked. It's going to be vintage something or a very bad cover up or something. I was about to say you can make it look like a kind of a royal, you know, <laughs> thing with swirly bits. Yeah, like, exactly. that's my crest. But still, I'm a detailer like every other detailer. And I have like 20 different brands in my closet, mm. you know, in my cabinet. There's not only Labo because it's not a saturating, saturating brand that gives you everything for every single job. You keep both of the product in your closet. Oh, you do. You, if you know. I'm not, I'm not like John from Clean and Shiny that has the wax stock collection. Yeah. It's like retarded, autistic, <laughs> OCD kind of the collection. But I have very many products. Yeah. Very, very, from Chemical Guys, CarPro. You're a hoarder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I want to know, you know. It's sometimes you have you. Of course, you got a budget. You know, you wanted to use the best of the best with the, with the most. Uh, of course, I would love to foam a car every every single time. But sometimes, you know, you have to keep inside of the budget of what the customer wants. And yeah, and you know, uh, prior to polishing, there is not so much need for safety. I mean, if you take a very strong degreaser that leaves a little bit of these alkaline street marks, yeah, it's not a big issue because you still have to go to polish the car and they will be removed either way. Yeah. So this this balance, and then of course the genetic genetic disadvantage of me being a Dutch guy, 
hating to spend money. Oh, I, I, mean, to say, really? yeah, I can't think of any genetic oh, weakness in the Dutch. They're oh, an appropriate this, height. This is the one. They can be funny sometimes. Yeah, well, some of them. Some of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, not all of them. Don't worry. Some of them are a little bit stuck up, you know? I don't know. <laughs> like, I you like footwear out of trees. I thought they were from Belgium. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. the, the, the backup Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I love how to keep it quiet, you move close to the microphone so it's even clearer. Yeah, no, nobody knows what I'm saying. <laughs> this, this is just a conversation between us two. You know, yeah. Yeah. Nobody else is listening. So, I'm aware we've set up these microphones in completely wrong direction, which is why they're going in and out like that. They, I've seen all the pictures of the trendy people doing podcasting with them coming from the sky. Yeah, they do. Yeah, we're, That's because right, we're not trendy. It's, it's old school. I was trendy. When? Uh, 1992, summer of. Oh dear, what happened? Oh, don't tell me. Okay. When did you start detailing? The official job was 1998. I finished school, was in between jobs. Uh, I was doing an electrical technical school, but I came from a theoretic, the, theoretical school with math and stuff like that. Uh, I thought so you were going to say theater school. No, they are, they, I can do theater school. <laughs> it's theological. I know, I've, like, I've seen the police reports. Oh my God. <laughs> So uh, I, I quickly dropped out because it was not my thing. So I got in contact with a guy who needed a guy to wash the cars. I got in there and I said, listen, uh, I need a job. Uh, you're never going to find a guy that loves more cars than, than I do. So mm-hmm. just Yeah, me, you are a car job. guy, isn't it? You've got proper, we'll, we'll get onto this, but yeah, you've got yeah. proper cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Apart from just a Subaru. Of course, the yeah. Subaru, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this way, uh, I, I funneled my way inside and, and, and started doing it. I mean, we were talking about 1998, so we have talking about compounds with chalk in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about burning clear coats. We we're talking about uh, 12-inch wool pads. Yeah. I mean, the old school, old school, you know. Yeah, and, before uh, DAs, it was just really? rotary. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it was just, you know. Literally attaching a pad to an angle grinder. Yeah, really. And I mean, there was no such thing as washing your pads. I mean, you just try to... <laughs> Yes, clap de-dust out the them. fucking yeah. uh, de-dust them and then try to get a good job again and then there's <laughs> compound on the roof there's compound on the floor there's compound on your shirt back up to little... 6,000 RPM and carry on exactly yeah. and there's a little bit on the car you know <laughs> this is how it started and uh, did it for a couple of years uh, after that I joined the military the Dutch Air Force mm-hmm. and Dutch Air Force I get to do detailing as well did a lot of fighter pilot the cars uh, our own cars we had a huge car park you know buses trucks and everything yeah. and we had a car wash like a, a oh, okay a, for the motor pool yeah, yeah roll, roll over so i said at one point I said man this these, these these rollovers are destroying the cars i can i can see you polishing all of these vehicles military vehicles which were all matte green and saying look i got the gloss back well, yeah, <laughs> and because, so, yeah, because i was in the air force the cars yeah. were blue ah yeah so a little bit dark blue and everything and we yeah. had the old burkhoff bus 40, oh, 40 yeah. person bus and it was it was it was matte yeah. So, but we didn't have any polisher on hand. So I just bought a bottle of turtle wax and about 12 of these dishwashing towels because yeah. there was no such thing as microfiber. And till this day, sometimes I meet colleagues from that era that still remember, you remember that you did that bus by hand. <laughs> I remember you sitting there all week and you going like this and you 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 polished by hand a 40 person bus. <laughs> Sounds know? like the sort of thing you get as punishment detail. Normally, yes. Yeah. But once you, you have to do it with a toothbrush instead. You know what the, what the problem was? The, the stale parts, you know, and they did one part and it started yeah. to gloss. And, and then by the time you get around to it again, it's gone uh, matte already because it's exactly. single stage paint. Exactly. So it was, uh, you know, mopping the floor with the faucet open. There was no beginning and no end. I'm pretty sure I saw that in Deer Hunter. I think yeah. that was. <laughs> he was between the Russian roulette and the being caught in a little bamboo cage. I'm yeah, sure they were polishing their boots. It buses. was a freaking nightmare. But they yeah. still remember. He said, oh, my God, I still remember you doing that. And uh, um, basically, the whole military career was a little bit of the off jobs. Mm-hmm. 2012, I made a decision to leave. I had a very nice career inside. I was already going up Sergeant 1. 
-hmm. sergeant first class and the next step was sergeant major so okay. my career That's, was going yeah. on but i made the decision i was a lot away from home i had a girlfriend then a successful relationship that was based on my military career because because you had the uniform yeah no because i was not home every week i was only <laughs> home in the weekend so when i quit the military we she and me she actually got to know you and thought back three months three months full-time <laughs> reggie she was gone you know tail between the legs one direction never sorry she was can over you reggie. just go somewhere for six months or something just get, yeah just get a, a, a mistress a, a obligated uh, sabbatical you know? <laughs> But uh, after that, uh, I got in contact with the guys from Chemical Guys EU yeah. through my uh, e-commerce e guy. It's uh, Chris from uh, Detailschuur. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for the Dutch, but it's the Schuur. It's called the barn. Yeah, don't say that too often. I'm sorry, it's, it's, because it's not a, a fault in the microphone. It's the G from the Netherlands. We'll, we'll, clean, sound, we'll clean the microphone off. Oh, afterwards. thanks so much. Sounds oh, amazing. I'm, 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 I'm covering the microphone with DNA, if I should speak Dutch. <laughs> so this guy introduced me to the guys from the Chemical Guys, and they started to say, well, listen, at first they hired me to do the the, the, the show where everybody comes. Like mm -hmm. what we do, you know, all the traders get, that could come, like a showcase. At the shop, yes. Yeah, I just, yeah. That's, and I was like the show guy. Oh, you like, MC? Yeah, something like, like MC this. Hammer. But yeah. Like something like this. Yeah. Oh, trousers. The, yeah, we're going to do the uh, the polishing uh, tech contest. We're going to do the, the path throw contest. You know, it was like mm -hmm. a fun day. And this resulted in they them hiring me. Uh, so that's how, to, how detailers have a fun day. Let's have a path throw. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. What is that? Bucket, <laughs> and then and then yeah, you have a bucket like five meters away. Everybody else is going paintballing. You, you get throw, and the one that throws in the most pads into the bucket gets a prize. Uh, we had a polishing contest where you can do two minutes at your best. You know, and everybody's doing the old DAP 900 with the yeah. stainless steel ring. You know, it's also a weapon if you want. It's a polisher <laughs> and a weapon, you know. So everybody gets two minutes. And there was one guy judging. It was back then maybe the number one from the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. About the Philippines, I think. And uh, you know, I won that match. And everybody's, who the fuck is that guy? I, I've never <laughs> seen him. Who is he? You he's know, really he, good at throwing pads. He, he's, he's with that guy. And, and he asked me, are you a professional detailer? So, no, I'm just a from the surface, you know. Yeah. And after that, we had the dinner. And everybody was asking me, okay, and how do you do this? And how do you do this? And I'm saying, why are they asking these questions? Mm -hmm. They are the fucking uh, freaking professionals. And I am the enthusiast, yeah. you know, only with the OCD, the autism yeah. and everything together. Yeah, some of these things you need to be a good detailer because yeah. you have to go beyond what yeah. everybody else sees. You have to go real deep. Yeah, real deep. <laughs> and uh, and this resulted in Marco finding me online through those videos. And when I got to visit uh, Marco one day, well, I was two other guys from the Netherlands who tried to start a private label. He said, can mm -hmm. you come to Milan? We have to see some products, but please, please, do not try to not be enthusiastic too much because we're going to talk about price after. Yeah. So I get to Milan. Well, so year is this? This is 2018. Okay. So I go to Milan. <clears throat> I see this guy, this, this huge Italian guy, very big guy, little bit of a fun face, yeah. Mar Marco Mattioli. Yeah. So he introduces himself. He looks, you know, he has the shirt on, everything's tucked in, hair's nice, everything's okay. Of course, he's Italian. All, yeah. all Italians are beautiful. So he says, do you want to see the products? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, oh, sure, why not? A little well, bit. I mean, that's you know, where you came from. I've come all this way. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> a little bit of an, like a nonchalant, you know, a little bit. A, yes, bit, of, a, bit, of a, head, a bit of a head twitch. Yes. Yeah. So we go outside and still Marco did not introduce who he was. Just the person I am, Marco Mattioli. Yeah. Not his function, his, his title and anything. Was he being humble or was he expecting you no, to know that already? Very humble, but very passionate. Yes. You know, I mean, I love, I'm passionate about detailing. Marco is next level. Yeah. It's next level. There's pride. There is, there's, everything is in there. It's, it's, it's in his DNA. Yes. Hell, his parents started the it company. Is. So, it you know. is. As soon as it's Yeah. 
Yeah, he was literally bathed in the really? precursor to Enigo. I think I this is the first child that got a pre-wash when he was a baby. <laughs> Before the actual shower. And he's been clean ever since. I think he's been dipped in. <laughs> getting into the shower. They cut the umbilical so. cord. Anybody go, oh, I've got something. It's okay. You're playing with this. It'll be fine. It'll get, it'll get a little loud off. It'll be good. Yeah. That was an and, Italian uh, accent, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we go outside and uh, Marco starts doing the, the demos. And I saw some of these products and I'm like, holy... I've never. Oh, this is, cool. this is interesting. And was so, this Labo Cosmetico or is this Mafra? This was Labo Cosmetico. Gotcha. So we were doing the like what we now know as three pH wash, mm -hmm. and it was explaining about purifica and the acids and everything. And still back then, acids were always corrosive in my head, and alkalines mm -hmm. were always caustic. Little did I know. Little did I know. Mm -hmm. So we're doing these demos, and I'm seeing these things, and I'm like, oh, this is it's amazing. This is amazing. How did you do it? Didn't know the 1965, didn't know the experience, didn't mm -hmm. know the lab, didn't know anything. After that, um, after the demo, Marco was wet all over, hair is everywhere, shirts out of the, out of the box. Did he, did he flop you know, his hair? Yeah, like no, a, he goes yeah. like this, you know, the tissue, dab, dab, dab. <laughs> we go inside in the factory again, you know the office. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting down in the office with the other Dutch Dutch guys, I'm looking around. I said, my God, this is a pretty big office for a chemist. He said, I'm the chemist, I'm the CEO. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> the CEO just did the demos of his products. Also, my, I need to know more. What's going yeah. on here? Now, back then, he wanted to scout me. But were those guys, I was with those guys, not yeah. as an official member, but as a consultant. So he could not take me away from them back then. Oh, but you'd they, be surprised. You can do stuff in Milan that would uh, boggle the mind. Uh, professional courtesy. Uh, you don't yeah. steal a player when he's still under contract, so to speak. Yeah. You know? So took a couple of months. Uh, Ramco, the Dutch importer, uh, contacted me. Yeah. He said, Marco wants to see you. He's coming to the Netherlands. He wants to see you. Okay. Yeah. So we, we go to Ramco. This was September, maybe 2018, out of my head. And then uh, he invited me during that meeting to come to Milan. And he said, I want you to shoot some videos and then mm -hmm. uh, to see what happens. So I went for a whole week, spent at the Domina Hotel, the nice hotel, yeah. all the nice dinners. They've got really nice scotch, but it's very expensive. Yes, very expensive. Mm. That's one of the reasons I don't drink anymore. <laughs> this, the Dutch guy and the money spending, yeah. and the expensive booze. The, uh, the week was amazing. I had get to work with the whole team. Fridays, we sit down. We didn't discuss anything about money because it was not about money. I yeah. didn't need a fee. The whole experience was already... Yeah, payment enough. You were kind of building bonds when you yeah. were making sure you were compatible. You network, network. So he says, this week was not alone for you to see how I can see how you work. But it's very important to see how you can work with, with my team. Yeah. And I want to make you a job offer. I want you to do the, be the spokesperson, be the brand ambassador, be the guy, the, the go-to guy for mm -hmm. Labo Cosmetica. But you have to sign for two years because one year is too, too short. We can't do everything in one year mm -hmm. and you need to build up relations. So I said, okay, let's do it. So it took uh, two, two months, three months. And then in January, 2019, mm -hmm. we kicked off with the first tour going to Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Qatar, three weeks on the way. Wow. Cold, naked, no experience, nothing. Just one guy from Mafra with you me. You did naked in Qatar, you probably get in trouble for that. No, no, I mean <laughs> naked in an experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> because I wouldn't be here if I was naked in Qatar. <laughs> no, that's true. You, you know that you go pieces. to the prison for a month if you drive a red light. Well, they make you build a football stadium. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if you drive a red light in Qatar, the, there are 19 cameras per red light Crikey. and they find you. You go to prison for a month. To be fair, I, I despise people who run red lights because it kills people. So, yeah, damn yeah, right. That's what they say. Damn they right. say yeah. because you're potentially 
putting a life on the line, driving through a red, red light, you get the punishment for almost killing somebody that may not be there, but you yeah, well, take the risk. And and to be fair, on the flip side, if you do kill somebody, it's still only one month. So it's, it's a pretty exactly. good deal. You know, right. no, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, until you know. until the rest of you gets cut up. Yeah. But no, that's grand. Well, I, I mean, that's a hell of an experience. And um, I'm trying to think, when did we come over and invade for three or four days? That was November 2019. Well, I think it's late 19. Yeah, late. so it's the same, well, it, same year. No, it was January because that's where we were and then we got locked down. We came when we January came when 21? we came back from Milan. There were people just wait, wearing the masks. So January, February, it, twenty. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. It was like God. Everyone's got masks on. What are they going to? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What a huffle about nothing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you've been, you've been some uh, some other. You've been to India. I've been when, to India. Was it also Mechanica in India? Or uh, was it yes, just I was a, a different fair. Yeah. Different fair, but it's similar, okay. similar like fair. But that looked massive when I saw that on social media. Yeah, but I think everything in India looks massive because there are a lot of Indian people. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yes. I mean, a lot. Have you met them all? No, I've met some, okay. but not all. It's I love four the billion, food. isn't it? It's, it's I don't crazy know. Number. I think when we end this conversation, there are already one million Indians uh, added to the beginning of the conversation. Crazy. I, mean, I wonder if they will listen. Not very clean air, but very nice food, very yeah. nice people, and very good for my cultural experience because yeah. when you're talking an Indian guy and he's listening very, very, uh, very concentrated, yeah. he makes like, he, he yeah. shakes his head. So the first time I'm thinking, oh, this is this is not going very well, this conversation. <laughs> but he was actually listening. He was concentrating. It's yeah. like the shimmying with the head. Very strange, very new for me. What's the, it's, it's great to see all the different cultures. Well, what's the detailing scene like out there? Oh, if you think you know what lime scaling is, I can tell you, you have no idea. Is this, this is, well, you say that, but we have some of the hardest water in, in Northern Europe. I'm talking about millimeters of lime scale buildup wow. in the color of rust. Christ. I mean, around the edges of the window trims, around the edges of the taillights, mm-hmm. there's a buildup. And I'm talking about three or four millimeters thick layer of smog, lime scale. And this is almost, it's almost chiselable. So you're just, you're just <laughs> basically painting Energo on absolutely exactly. everything. There, is, there are gallons of that stuff moving to India because this is the only non-mechanical way that you can remove this limestone. And I mm-hmm. saw it for the first time and said, well, this car is rusting. No, no, sir. This is this is our limestone. <laughs> okay. Now we know this. Okay. So well, this is your limestone. Okay. Interesting. How sure. do you remove it? You use a dilution. No, we use pure. So probably 250 ml yeah. of a bottle of Energo per car. Okay. Very good for business. Yes. But for them as well, because they spent less time getting these crevices and oh, angles. And hammer everything. and chisel everything out there. Yeah. Yeah. They have amazing. to repaint it every it's time. It's amazing. And what's, I mean, I suppose the level of car ownership out there is going to be less than per head. It's it's, well, it's lower, but there's still a sort of a lot of cars out there's there. There's an extreme amount of cars. And they're Hindustan. So Hindustan is based on an old English 1950s Morris Oxford or something like that. Something like this. Yes. And it's it, two tons worth of sort of pig iron that rides about a foot and a half off the ground. Yeah. And you see them everywhere. And they're, is it black and yellow? Well, there's a color scheme that they all out the taxis and stuff. I know the guys always say to me, we buy a car and it's going to last for tops three years. Yeah, because the roads. Because the roads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is absolutely, absolutely no vintage car driving around there, except mm-hmm. on the, the the good roads. And I've I've been to the nice areas, and I've seen the amount, and it's 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 ridiculous. Three years. Three They're years bloody the dangerous time. as well. From the, I mean, the death rate per mile traveled is I, I don't want to get my stats wrong, but it's a lot. There is no such thing as organized traffic. <laughs> no. Everybody's just doing, and it's working. 
because if you li- if, if I go there, yeah. I'm going to die in the first day. Yeah, it's 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 never going to happen, or I'm never going to cross the road <laughs> because I will never get in between. But they 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 just communicate through horns. I mm-hmm. think it's a sort horn Morse code. The dit 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 means get the freak out of the way. The dit 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 means thanks for letting me pass. And dit 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 here I'm coming. Yeah. There's um, a million. No, no, you just asked me out on a date. You just asked me out on a date with that. Yeah, exactly. With, with your horn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it is. Yeah, I got a. Yeah, I got a cow next to you at a traffic light. A guy on a on a bike. Then there's a guy in the middle of the street sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to him is the the bus. Then you have the uh, the putt putt car. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Right. Two stroke rickshaw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so there's two lanes, and there are 15 traffic users next to each other <laughs> waiting for the green light, including a sleeping man. Are you sure it was a sleeping man? I I know. I think. Did you yeah. check a pulse? I mean, no, normally if a man's no. laying down in a busy round of traffic, I, it's I, not I, sleeping. I just did by his posture. <laughs> so it was the arm under his head, and his, it, it, he looked like a little fetal fetal position that he was sleeping <laughs> in. But he was in the middle of the road. It was very normal. Nobody nobody cared. Everybody was just. Going down his way. I want to know how the cow beeped a horn. So they've got hooves, and that's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> cows also. Yeah, you know about the the sacredness of the cows. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, you they, can't get steaks out there. No, 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 no. But I managed. I managed. You managed to get a steak out in India. No, I managed to survive without a steak oh, in India yeah. for that <laughs> period of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's cool. And um, so we're just sort of looking into your sort of detailing crystal ball. Where have you got? Obviously, you're in Germany. Yep. Which is wild, but um, ish. Um, where is your next adventure going to be? Do you think my next adventure? I already know is going to be South Korea. Oh, really? Cool. Uh, 15 October till 22. Um, I went the last time December 2019, right after the Auto Mechanica of Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Korean market is is also you. I, I can tell you about it for days, but you have to see it. You have to see the culture, what they do, and we're not talking about pretty much detailing, but basically talking about just cleaning cars. But yeah. they have these ventures, like you have 25 bays, completely secluded next mm-hmm. to each other. Everything is in there, washing machine sink high pressure washer full program thinkable chemicals of any brand you can think of you go online you book a spot you drive to the location the camera sees it's your car opens up your bay you drive inside you start your detailing in the middle of your detailing your kids get uh, aggravated because not knowing anything so they go upstairs there's a playroom just like in the ikea the, lo- the small insane. concentration camp for kids, for kids but you leave them at the entrance there's disco music there's a restaurant do you have to take the kids back from play or can you just leave them there for a week or two you just leave them there awesome and you book uh, an extra space for the kids <laughs> and, uh, give them a wash and everybody everybody knows about beats in south korea every single car owner knows about beats it needs to be Uh, they all have microfiber tiles, something yeah. that's still like 70-30 in the Netherlands. Some mm-hmm. of them are using the old leather, cow chamois leather, leathers, the yeah. chamois leather, and uh, the other guy's using the tissue, and then you have the other guy using the microfiber. But in Korea, everybody's using microfiber. Well, of course, I mean, so many coatings are on our market are made in Korea anyway, so yeah. it's 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 no surprise that they're ahead of the game in terms of... It's a little bit annoying. Time. It's a little bit annoying because they have the the... The selection of raw materials that's mm. impossible for us to get. But do they mine it locally, or how do when we say they've got them? Or is it just because they've got different? Their, their regulations, their environmental regulations, are yeah. extremely strict. So okay. the bottle caps, the information on the bottle that it yeah. has to say, but based on some of the brands I saw, this is a detailing product. It's not made for consumption. 
but it's an obligated. Oh, sentence. so they're looking to sell to the states then? They are really, yeah, really. They're 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 cans. How they they the pressured cans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aerosols needs to be aerosols yeah. need to be very specific. It's not like we can just say, oh, we're going to use the European cans. No, no, no. They're first right. going to check the European cans, pressure, uh, vaporizing, uh, all the stuff in inside of the fire, freezing. Yeah. And then when you get through the, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a hell of a job, isn't it? The person who's in charge of finding out what the explosion temperature is of an aerosol, you have to sit there in the furnace with it and basically just report. Yeah, <laughs> no, we just went to no, the factory. No, no, <laughs> yeah, This one's not good. It's not good. I just lost my eyebrows. I'm going to give it a six out of 10. It, it needs improvement. No, just no. a pictogram of an eyebrow missing. Off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you, uh, are you staying in South? Korea or are you planning on trying to break break North Korea yet? No, we are staying in South Korea for now. Uh, me and Kim are in negotiations of getting some uh, some detailing going on there. Yeah. But it's a very secluded country. Um, I'd love to go there one day, uh, but without a camera or anything media-like. Yeah. Just, just my own eyes and experience because... The, and you might make it back. I mean, then we, we come back here and do one, you know, a podcast for your 50th. Yes. Yeah. Maybe maybe after uh, missing an action for three years, we get the return of Reggie from North Korea. <laughs> Suddenly the mold. Who's asking lots of weird questions yeah. about security beard, beard like this <laughs> hair behind the you know no, korea is one of the favorites favorite favorite i can't wait to go back uh, it's most i think it's one of the most busy weeks i'm gonna have yeah it's mainly normally it's mainly training and this time it's mainly promotion so in okay. every city i go they have a famous youtuber locally mm -hmm. we're going to shoot youtube videos uh they are going to do interviews and there is one show from 6 to 10 p.m. at night, just going around the Labo and Maniac Line Chemicals, playing around, experience like an experience. Right. This is a full-packed schedule. Because the last time I was there, I said to the guys, okay, so what are we going to do Friday? Yeah, we're going to take a tour. No, we're not. We're going to train. Yeah, but we want to have a day off. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm here right now. I'm not going to be here for maybe six months. So I yeah. don't want to have 500 phone calls about the information I forgot to tell you. So... This time they screwed me over and made me like 15 hour days for seven days. So you're a hard taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. but I like to do when I'm there. I mean, if, if, if we get a bonus, I went to the pyramids in Egypt because mm -hmm. it was the last day. That's quite a detour from Korea. Yeah. It is, but it's it, a long bus ride. I went, I went everywhere. So I yeah. mean, I went to uh, the tower in Shanghai, Cairo, uh, and Safari in God, uh, South Africa. Your carbon footprint must be filthy. Well, I try to try to reduce my carbon footprint by How, eating. like going by donkey or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you my, can get to North Korea that way, to be fair. I think so too. Yeah, it's softer. I think the line it's lines. safer than a train. It is. Yeah. Yeah, and a higher probability of return. <laughs> well, um, we speaking of returning, are going to take a little pause at now, and very shortly we will return and we'll be talking more to Richie. Awesome. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the Pro Detailer Magazine podcast. I just want to take a minute to say a massive thank you. Thank you to all those who ordered the hand wash only hardback book. We have printed 3,000, expecting them to sell in dribs and drabs, but lo and behold, they're pretty much all sold out. So the good news is we're able to do a second print run, and that's going to be landing with us towards the end of October 2022. And so if you guys haven't got your copy yet or would like to perhaps order some for gifts for other people at Christmas, dare I say it this early, um, then they will soon be available to pre order at www prodetailermagazine.com uh, Anyway, thanks again and back to the podcast. And 
And we're back. We are at the Auto Mechanica show, as you know, and we have got the lovely Reggie Cox here. Um, Hi, guys. And we are uh, doing this really strange podcast in a massive hall in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's good fun. And we wanted to talk to Reggie next about the Netherlands. Obviously, you are Dutch. Yes, I am. <laughs> Confirmed by the accent. And um, so we've, we've, just to briefly recap, that you were in the Army, in the Air Force, and you were polishing their matte blue buses and stuff back to gloss. Then you got into the trade kind of properly on this side. Tell us about your shop. When did you start your own shop? Oh, there's a, there's a kicker right there. I never had an actual shop. Oh. My first uh, actual uh, entrance to the Chamber of Commerce is right before I entered uh, Lava Cosmetica. Uh, okay. Before that, I was just the go-to guy, mouth-to-mouth detailing cars, just mm-hmm. by, oh, you need to go to that guy. That's a cool mm-hmm. name, mouth-to-mouth detailing. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, it, that's how it just went. I had a couple of customers that have a lot of money, and they are envious to each other. Yeah. So the neighbor sees, oh, this Porsche looks pretty amazing. Uh, it looks more amazing than mine. Uh, excuse me, neighbor, how did you get your Porsche to look so amazing? I went to the guy called Reggie. Okay. So that's why they sent me in, and that's why the ball started rolling. Yeah, that's very cool. Ah, oh, and the noise has just disappeared. So I think that's the dry ice. It is the dry uh, ice machine. Yeah. Yeah, and because they're also right next to the other presentation area, and every time somebody starts talking, they decide to fire the dry ice. Why do you put a noisy product next to a, 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 a stage? I don't know. Well, I that's why everyone know. has to. It's like a silent disco in. in it's on, hilarious. On that was that was really something. I'm, was, I'm, I'm used to hearing myself speak, but not very close to my ears. So close. <laughs> this was really, and everybody's looking at me, and it was like a silent disco. This but, is. What but there's we, also the three second delay between the translator catching up with what's just been said. So half of the half of the um, the audience starts clapping at you and then the other half two minutes ago oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i great. removed my headset because the german i had a, i can understand german speak yeah. german i can the mouth of the german woman was stopped moving and then my face was going like <laughs> for three seconds after the english translation was finished that this is not working i'm looking like a clown right now I'm removing the headset yeah they've literally got a little man in a recording booth i've seen it in in in, in their uh, little box but it's a box within a box it's like the wizard of oz yeah literally <laughs> it's a curious looking chap um but uh so let's talk a bit more about your cars because you i mean you've been detailing uh, seen on the socials but while you were still on the socials some of the cars you were doing and the prep and was that at your house where where was that it was a nice so, big so, unit some of the cars i do i do with a friend of mine from the mm-hmm. detail shooter okay. i told you about he has yeah. the most beautiful studio so i do the very special projects there mm-hmm. also because of the cameras the doors the locks and everything then i have my brother-in-law that has the uh, body shop yeah and at that body shop i also do a lot of work but then I have to do the specific work waiting till the body shop closes because yeah. it's it's dust nightmare mm-hmm. yeah, I and um, I like to go to places where it's very difficult I like to go back to basic take us less products and uh, polish pads machines and mm-hmm. try to do it with as less equipment as possible trying to get into the minds of the guys that don't have the luxury like I have selection of 12 or 13 machines talking about a three inch a five inch mm-hmm. and maybe a small rotary and this is how I work. I, 90% of the time I leave the car on the floor, don't yeah. do use the lift. So I'm on the ground, under the trims, under the side skirts, trying to get the car clean at places that normal detailers just use the luxury. Yeah. But most of them don't have the equipment and money in the beginning phase to get to these. So yeah. I, and I still need to have support for them. And although I work for Labo Cosmetica, I buy the products at full price at the web shop. 
Crikey. I do this so I know how it feels when the money is leaving your wallet. <laughs> and I do this so I can see the amount of product I'm using. So the other guys, the importers, they, mm. when they do demos, they just put a pu pure bottle of Primus under the foam gun yeah. and just blast the car and it looks amazing and it cleans and everything. But this is not an economical way to do it. And no detailer in the world is going to do it like this. So that's why I buy the products and try to find the most economical way to use them in the mind of a detailer that is just upcoming, just training, yeah. uh, lack of, uh, maybe the lack of confidence is mostly what they are yeah. hitting about. You know, I'm scared to do this or I'm scared to use the rotary. But that's useful because when you look, take take um, take Purifica, for example, fantastic products, um, acid shampoo, great for decontaminating coatings as they go. But yeah, for a 30 liter bucket, you have to use 400 mil, I think. And that's a lot. Yeah, you only use it as maintenance. So, do you ever try and find more economical ways of using that, sort of knocking it down into a spray form, so you can just do it as a, a pre-wash kind of? There's thing. no words that need to be added. What you just said—that's exactly what I'm looking for. I'm trying. The foaming is fantastic, but it's very uneconomical, and especially when you're using an acid product mm -hmm. or an alkaline product. If the dilution is too high, it's slowly moving back to neutral, losing mm -hmm. its capabilities. You're still using a pretty expensive product. Yeah. You need a one to three dilution inside of the foam lens, mm. considering the amount of water running through. So the end dilution is exponential. A pure solution under the foam gun outside of the end nozzle is 90% of the time one to 20. Yeah. This is pure. So when you dilute one to one, the end dilution is going to be 140. Mm -hmm. Do 160, 180, 180. And past 180, it's, there's no use. Mm. So we move back to the atomizer spray bottle. We, will, we do spot work. You know, behind the wheels, most dirty area, ceramics die there first. Yeah, it's a perfect solution to do a little bit stronger and then use the coverage of a foam lens with a dilution of one to 60. That's maybe one to three, one to four. So mm -hmm. half a car becomes more economical. This way, every single time I do this, I also do the things that it's on a bottle that you say, don't do it. So I pour it pure over glass. I do this on my own car, of course. Yep. But I try to find the things that <laughs> the mind of the detailer is that is if I start speaking, there's a very small movie playing in front of his head and if I'm starting to use words as scratch-proof, self-cleaning. They're misleading, aren't they? They are very dangerous mm. because I have had one customer. Lifetime. Oh, yeah. Lifetime warranty and lifetime coating. The guy says, uh, so this is scratch-proof? Yeah. Okay. He goes to a car show. His friends are there. You can, get, you can get past that by giving a lifetime warranty and then after you're going and shooting him. Yeah. yeah it's funny. <laughs> it's finished there. Technically correct. It's done. Done. <laughs> you know, done. I have fulfilled my, my duty. <laughs> you know, but people take these words literally. So the guy says it's scratch proof. He takes out his keys. He throws the keys over the hood. And you can imagine what happened. It went yeah. through the paint. <laughs> we could see bare metal. Oof. So he, he phones up the manufacturer and says, hey, man, this is not scratch proof. I just threw my keys over the hood. And he says, yeah, but you can't throw your keys over the hood. Yeah, but you said it was scratch proof. <laughs> Diamond tech, or what, yeah. what do we call it? Yeah. This, so. bomb, this bomb shot was not bomb proof. I just set off a bomb inside and I'm now dead. <laughs> yeah, in a tree. <laughs> I didn't so, see my arm anymore. It's, it's, this is how we, uh, so I always go this way, finding economical solutions or trying to find the mistakes they make. So I make them myself deliberately. So mm -hmm. if somebody says, I can tell you the craziest story so far, I'm not going to name a name. I'm not going to name the place. Guy calls me up, says, Reggie, I got a problem. I said, what's up? And you go, hey, Bert, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I, uh, I was cleaning some uh, chrome rims with Kronos. And then I stopped him. He said, mm, you have to repeat that, what you said. Yep. And he said, 
I clean chrome rims with Kronos. Okay, so first, before I start going on on it, I just walked inside of the shop, plucked the bottle, read the bottle, try to find the word wheels, chrome, anything. So I said to him, why did you use this for the wheels? And his argument or his, his, his assumption was that the word Kronos and chrome sounded alike. So it probably is for chrome wheels. He destroyed the chrome wheels. I can imagine. I mean, that stuff is great on stainless steel. It's all carbonized from exhaust, but but chrome plated wheels. Exactly. Jeez. From a poor manufacturer from a country to the left from the Netherlands, very far to the left. Very far to the very left. Very far to the left. Hang on, the left, what, where, where are you? From the Netherlands. When you're so looking at the west, yeah, but going what west. view are you viewing the Netherlands like God or a cartographer? <laughs> or are you sat in the Netherlands looking south? No, I, I mean, moving full to the west with an, an ocean in between and a country with. Uh, oh, where the, where the stupid. No, yeah, we can't yeah. call them that anymore. Exactly. Um, that's Americans. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's, that's the one. fine. We're talking way too quickly for them to understand. Yeah. It's absolutely fine if we just do this and okay, then just okay. look at us and then go, hey, yeah, go, go, America. Yeah, exactly. There exactly. we go, sorted. <clears throat> International crisis averted. Exactly. Um, so, uh, and where is, one thing is, whereabouts in the Netherlands? Because I think every time I think of the Netherlands, I immediately think of Amsterdam, obviously. And then I think, no, there are places like Utrecht and stuff like that. Where, whereabouts are you? I am in a very, very small village called Rekken. It's a stone throw from the German border. I mean, literally. Have you tried throwing stones at the German border? I'm living there because I will be the first to know if the Germans invade again. Huh? And it has, it has, you say, oh, yeah, when? They Sorry. it has happened before. <laughs> yeah, no, they did it, it did in happen- 1940. Yeah, well, so my best mate is, is Dutch, and uh, he was explaining that um, they didn't believe the Germans would. So they were sort of sat around saying, yeah, no, we're absolutely safe. And then they ended up sort of within about three or four days being completely invaded. And they I think to- it was hours. Hours. That was I, th- it. I yeah. think it took about three hours for uh, the Germans to get from uh, my city to, to Amsterdam. Yeah, and, and they then, phoned and they said, "Oh, the Germans are coming." Yeah. The Germans are coming. No, they're not. No, no yeah, you're yeah. just kidding. No, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's Hans again. Hans is uh, <laughs> playing with us again. You know? What's that? That's a Panzerschreck. <laughs> I think but it's it the is. Swiss that keep on accidentally invading uh, Liechtenstein. <laughs> yeah, they they do night operations. They accidentally go over the border, and someone like, oh god, better, better phone the Liechtenstein. <laughs> we'll stop paying tax. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the plural for Liechtenstein? Liechtensteinians. Steins. Liechtensteins. I think Oi. if you if you blink, you get those out. If you, if you drive through Liechtenstein and you blink, you don't yeah. even know you went through. Yeah, I'd, you I'd just say Switzerland, Austria. Oh, I, I stopped. It's for amazing fags. the amount of companies that are based. There. Well, I stopped <laughs> for fags by mistake in Liechtenstein once and was amazed how cheap they were, and then stopped again in France, and yeah, it was disappointing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when you know you're there because yeah. things suddenly get very cheap and then it all disappears. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Koki. So we have, and uh, I don't know. Have you listened to our podcast before? Probably, probably. Probably not. Yes, I did. You did? Yes. Awesome. You're talking about the 10 quick fire the shoot, quick fire uh, questions. headshot questions? Yeah, we don't headshot that much anymore. We got in trouble for doing that. Um, so what I'm doing currently is just hunting, hunting through my It's, it's not as if we've done like 30 episodes of this, right? Well, I don't want to get them wrong. And as soon as I pick my phone, of course, I've got six missed calls. Um, but anyway, uh, okay, here we're going to go. go. What is your current car? Audi A8 1995. Now, I know we said quick fire, but let's have a discussion about this because okay. I own two of these D2 Audis as well. So we can we can talk about it. is what what engine is yours? Shut up. Sorry, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper this, but it's the 2.8 V6. Oh geez, and hang on, if it's that age, it's not even the 30 valve, is it? No. Oh, that's 175 horsepower. 
174. 174, and it's all aluminium, so this sets really light, but it's not, it's still 1700 kilos. Four trans uh, Z transmission. So front wheel drive. Uh, no, Quattro. It still. is a Quattro. It's still Quattro. Oh, well, that's a good way of using that, that 174 horsepower, then just oh, powering yeah. those those prop shafts. It's uh, it's not, I, I had to choose between the 2.8 and the, and the 4.2, but no, it's but the that, daily driver. Hang on. So, no, in Europe, you got a 2.5 TDI, you got a 3.3 TDI V8 turbo, which was a really interesting engine and the precursor to the uh, V8s you can get currently, the diesel V8s. Uh, you could get the 3.7, and I've got one of those. You get 3.7 front wheel drive and Quattro. You can get the 4.2, and they all went through different sort of phases because when they went to 5 power, they've got more power and stuff like that. So I've got the 4.2. Uh, in the S8, which is the 40 valve tuned to 360 brake, or no, 360 PS, 350 PS. Um, And um, they are awesome cars. There is something about them, even the slow ones, and I drove a 2.8 for a long time. Um, Even the slow ones, there's something regal about how they just cruise around the place. You're running 16-inch rims, I'm guessing? No, 20. 20. 20? I I took the 2001 uh, S8. No, no, it's not right. The the, the 8-spoke. Yeah, wheels. That's what I run around. Yeah, yeah the, the, we call them final edition wheels yeah. over here, but they're RS look. They're kind of like the Avis. You know, they're actually forged. They are. They yeah. are extremely expensive right now. Yeah. I have the hubcaps with the alum, uh, yep. alloy rings in them. If you take them bare and they're in a poor state, they yep. cost 700 euros in the Netherlands. And they're in a poor state without the wheels, uh, I mean, the, the tires. It's just bare. Yes, yeah, screwed up aluminum. Well, the, the center caps, those plastic center cap bits from Audi Classic, they're something like 90 quid each now. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, 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 uh, I like these wheels very yeah. much. And they're supposed to be diamond cut. A lot of them have been refurbed and then they're just sprayed over, but they're from factory. They should be diamond cut faces. True, true. Um, okay, okay. Well, before we bore people, I know we actually have a lot of D2 fans listening, so it's fine because of our seven listeners, three six of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the full D2 club is listening. No, I, I shit you not. Waving little flags. We have a D2 club in the UK and we go and rally and events and lots of Germans come over from the German D2 club and then we all go over to Germany and tour around Germany like we're on a, on a rally sort of thing. In that case, I'm going to extend my thank you for the D2 community in uh, the UK because because of you guys, I got the left back trim cap that yes. was unfindable in the mainland of Europe but it was foundable in abundance in the UK. Well, we have an Englishman from the D2 club who has now moved and now is living and has married into another, literally married into the D2 club and lives in Germany now and is now distributing stuff from, German, from Audi Classic in German. Sounds my new best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, I, can, I can hook you up. And also, of course, we've got the D2 doctor in the UK, who's the best D2 mechanic of, uh, in the world. Um, so that's very cool. Anyway, let's move on. Dream car. What is your dream car? Audi RS2. Fascinating no, with no guru, no guru blue, Nogaro the original no guru blue. So the not the knockoff from two thousand one, the real one, nineteen ninety four, uh, Recaro seats, light blue Alcantara, black leather. Ah, uh, yeah, with the Porsche brakes, the nine nine three Porsche brakes and wheels, and the wing mirrors. Yep, the French uh, the the manifold from Bosch, the yep. Porsche intake, the brakes, the wheels, the exhaust, the mirrors, mirrors. I think they all have mirrors, to be fair. No, no, no. This had Porsche 99. Was it 968 or 993 mirrors? That's a good question. I cannot t- honestly tell you. Or 928 from the V8. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. 100%. But Nogaro, no, they did the D2 in Nogaro. There are very, there aren't many of them, but they did that. And there's a chappy who's in the club who had a D2 and a D3 and a D4. All in Nog. It's brilliant. But one, quick, the D- fire, quick fire, quick fire. Door, door. Quick fire. 
Sadly, the D4 ended up on its roof after overtaking a tractor. Um, anyway, okay, so your Dreamcart RS2, totally respect that. I mean, it's only 315 brake, but they're mental. Um, and that's a five-cinder as well, isn't it? So yep. that's hardcore. Um, first car that you ever detailed, so not like washing something as a kid, but as in kind of got, got your little cotton buds out and started fiddling. You mean in true detail? Yeah. Oh, Honda CRX 1988. Oh, I love the CRX. I nearly bought a CRX Costa del Sol. Not is it? No, it's just a Del Sol. It's not Costa del Sol with a roof that goes down like that. And this was, was the first one with, oh. the, with the straight back end. Yep. The 136 horsepower DOHC double overhead camshaft. Exactly. Oh, I had the car for more than two years. Mm -hmm. My mother was the one driving it. I okay. cannot drive it, but as a driver's license, uh, every single week, that was detailed front to back. Car didn't drive for a week, I detailed the car anyway. Brilliant. Until the guy, the day I got my driver's license, three months, car was finished. No wow. more, no more engine, no more brakes, no more tires. I completely destroyed car. <laughs> really did. Less than three months. <laughs> it's hard to destroy a Honda as well if it's stock. Exactly, but it's the most fastest car in the world because every day it becomes faster. Because <laughs> it rusts away. Exactly. It lightens itself. Yes, it will disappear in time. I can't take the piss out of that because no. the scoops do the same. <laughs> Although our D2s, being aluminium, don't. They apart don't. from the subframes and all the exactly. boxes. Exactly. Subframe is uh, mm -hmm. messy. Messy. Um, so, next question. This is deeply personal, so don't take it the wrong way. But how many buckets do you use? Yeah. How many buckets? Yeah. When you're when you're you know getting down and dirty with a motor car. You want to you want an honest answer? Yeah, I do. One. Ooh. Oh, brilliant. Well, this is much better than somebody saying three. I use one for wash, one for rinse, one for wins. How do you use your one bucket? And don't say just put it on your head and pretend you're... Is it full of ice and beer? No. <laughs> no, you could see that, that in that case, it's going to be two buckets, but an actual wash bucket, I only use one. Do you have many, many wash mitts or microfibers? I have uh, too much too much mitts. If I disclose the amount, it will start to become creepy. They're going to call you a mitt man. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, <laughs> one up from the there he is, the guy from the mitts. <laughs> so I'm guessing you have that bucket. I imagine your bucket's quite big. It's a big bucket. It's a big bucket. It's a big bucket. And I'm guessing you basically use a mitt for just when normal people would dip and wash and go between the buckets, you just have one mitt for say half a panel. No? No, I have more mitts. Tell us how you do it. Mm. Quick fire, here we go. <laughs> Don't shoot me. No, for Please. something like this, it's important. This is this is serious shit. There is this uh this Chanel one. Basically, there's Chanel, like Ch Chanel number five. It's like the oh, Chanel. Uh, you need you know the finger noodles. ones. Yeah. Noodles. Noodles. Chanel. Noodles. Noodles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. I love a noodle. This is one um, mainly for the bottom part, and I'm going D2 bottom parts so because there's the it's side huge. skirt going yep. inside. That's the one. Yeah. Then we have a, a extreme, I'm not gonna mention the brand, but it's uh <sighs> It's a very, very soft microfiber. Okay. It's, it's high quality. It's Why you can't you can get it. It's it's deep black, so it matches the L041 black color of the Audi. <sighs> I've got my 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 uh, ebony black is the same as me. This me, is me, this mitt alone. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Some creepy shit. Yeah. Because then when you put on this mitt and and you caress the car, mm -hmm. it's it, even if you don't put any shampoo, it's gliding. Yeah. You cannot feel any friction whatsoever. Yeah, we have one for the windows. One are you actually the touching the, the car? Or are you just sort of stoned off in your my face? Head and was, feel it. My voice was going down. You just you. got a full body Chanel suit. <laughs> I'm just already rubs himself over it. I'm already halfway into foreplay with the car. Yeah, I mean, you, you get in a Chanel suit and you just get your mate to drive it over the top of you. Exactly. <laughs> full Chanel suit. Have you got SE suspension or sports suspension? Because that make the difference between life and death if you're being driven over. No, SE highest. SE, yeah, so. Um, so, uh, okay, well, we had a brief and somewhat dirty insight into your washing procedure, which I very much appreciated. Uh, another personal question. Rotary or DA? Rotary, all the way since 1998. Because you're old school. 
No, because I, I, I'm okay. I'm 40 years old. I can feel 20 years of detailing inside of my body. There's a reverse tennis arm on the uh, inside here. Okay. This is never going to go away again. This is going to be for life. They tried everything. This is not repairable. For, uh, for the sake of the camera, he's touching his arm. Yeah, I'm on the inside of my elbow. This is what they call reverse tennis arm. Yep. Oh, uh, reverse tennis elbow. Reversed. Oh, tennis elbow. That's yeah, it. So, yeah, it's yeah, so one tennis and one golf. I think it's uh, oh. my long period of being single and detailing <laughs> is that this, uh, this inside has been destroyed. But that's a very big bicep at the same time. So, you know, at least... Thanks so much. Pros and cons. But I need it because I wield the machine with one hand. Yeah. So and, the, and the polisher. The polisher as well. Yeah. And I use two hands. I use, <laughs> I use everything to make my body less... Vibratory. Uh, yes. Yeah. We so all know the hands that, from the Rufus. Yeah, that's... that's since tonight. Yeah, no, I think that's, that is a really interesting point. The reason, because a lot of people say I use Rotary because there's this kind of stigma around DA that it's for beginners. Now, I've spent a lot of time with Kelly Harris and he's like, oh, he's perfectly happy using the DA and he thinks it's a great way of doing things. So when we ask him, he says DA, and it's like, but hang on, you're old school, surely you use Rotary. But no, this is the point. You're using Rotary, not just because of the sake of it, because of willy waving, mm. but because generally the vibrations have caused damage and you want to be able to use your arms in five years' time. Yeah, we're not focusing on uh, doing a 100% uh, pure uh, super tight finish rotary you know I'm, I'm, can you I'm, say toit again toit it's bloody amazing mate <laughs> oh touche <laughs> why is it an australian accent <laughs> from east London. um okay so we've we got mr we've got mr rotary so another deeply personal question uh coating or wax we're talking on cars here always it's going to be lifetime it's going to be wax yeah another another one we i'm sorry expect. i'm sorry i cannot i cannot go the organic, the organic substance, the the warmth, the gloss. I don't, I don't give a shit about the, the duration and everything. I will do it every week if necessary to get that. We, that's for the wax. The whole procedure, it's like yoga. Yeah. At yes, the end of the wax procedure, you you feel like a new man. That, okay. Now, Labo Cosmetica don't do a paste wax, do no. they? So you can actually say what your favorite wax is without being in breach of any anything. No, I used to have to have a favorite wax. Yeah, I it, used to. Why? Did you have a disagreement with it? Did you fall out? Did it break? You no, can... it's the they changed it. I can ah. always see your heart crushing thinking back on it. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was pretty. You know, in the in the beginning of the wax, in the beginning of the wax, the wax is very old. But uh, the, the the procedure and after they started to make it more synthetic, that's when the love started to deteriorate. You know, we added some oh, polymers. Tell, tell us what this wax is. <sighs> This, this is not no, a I state can't, secret. I can't. I, can. I don't want to. I don't want to disclose this. Okay. Well, tell us what country it's made in. United States. Okay. So we're down to seventy. Yeah, I'm about to say we don't. Yeah, I can also. Chemical guys. It is. Is it butter? Oh, shit. <laughs> Which one? There is a, no. I'm not going to tell. What? No, you already. You already <laughs> in the brand. You already going to prison. You're being sued. Tell it's us. Triple X. Triple X. Interesting. Cheap. Easy. I used yeah. to like butter wax. That's but how I like my women. CG stuff. But it's, uh, it was one of the first base waxes I uh, yeah. with a real one. Cool, cool. So, well, we've got over that. Can you? We we don't have crying on the podcast. It's not allowed. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Sorted out. Imagine. Um, okay, a very relevant question: Ferrari or Porsche? Porsche. Interesting. Uh, a very important question: Life and death. Subaru or Mitsubishi? Subaru. Good man. Always. Good man. Yes. See, I knew I liked him for a reason. Uh, Flex or Rupes? I'm going to go for a flex for the Deutsche Grundlichkeit, and I'm going for the. Well, you being rude. Bless you. No, no, it's the uh, it's what we in the Netherlands we say that German engineers do a very thorough job at everything they do, mm -hmm. and in German they call it Grundlichkeit, means thoroughness. Yeah. So when we say German thoroughness, or then we're talking about Deutsche Grundlichkeit. 
Yeah. That is what Flex is. I know the guy from Flex, the, the engineer, never hold a polishing machine in his hand. You can feel it when you hold. You yeah. hold it. You do the way the wheel spins, the trigger. Mm-hmm. It's it not ergonomic. Yeah. No, and then the Rupa is is like a silk it's, silk suit. It feels. It touches. It's only 500 it's watts. It's like caressing the body of a beautiful yes. woman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but it vibrates quite a lot, though. It does. <laughs> and the noise is, of course, also... I don't like the... I, the Flex has a short oscillation. Yeah. And I like the longer oscillation from the Rupus. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, in general, I will say Rupus. Yeah. yeah. Also, they're Italian, and that fits in with the whole... Yeah, just just to go inside of the line of Labo and everything, but... Yeah. Well, Labo and Rupes really need to start working together. I, I talked to Marco, and he said he was he was game for it, and I talked to the Rupes, and it was all tricky. But um, never mind. Um so we've covered that one. Now, final question, and I don't know where you're going to go with this. You've given us some really interesting answers already, um, but this is one that I think you might answer differently from everybody. You have picture the scene. You're on your own on, on a Sunday, not because you're alone, just because everybody else is, you know, bugged off. Maybe there's a party you weren't invited to, and you're just it's you and your motor car. It's you and your D two. Do you a go for a drive? Do you hit those hills and mountains that Holland is so famous for, um, or do you get down and dirty, get your many noodle mitts out, and start rubbing her under quarters? And uh, the second one first, and then after the second one, I go to the first one and take the drive. We've heard this before. They, they, it's a it's a yes or it's a one or the other, not a both. Then it's going to be the drive. It's the drive. I'm sorry. There we go. No, don't apologize. These same podcasts yet to find anybody who wants to detail. Yeah, everybody has said they want to <laughs> they want to drive the car, not detail the car. Which is good because we've got a very firm rule. We only have interesting people. And I think there are lots of people who actually would say, No, I don't want to drive the car, I just want to clean it again because it hasn't been driven since. No, the reason I wanted to clean it first, sorry for interrupting, but uh, is because the drive after the detail. Take sure. If you are a customer, if you are a detailer, that first drive right after the detail, the whole car changes. It's like the bearings are not hearable anymore. It's like the CW, the the, the coefficient values are going up. It's like mileage is going down. It's like feeling more horsepower. The whole car, even my car, 1995, I washed it, Mm -hmm. I cleaned it, I got in the car and I went here. The first drive in a detailed car is something psychologically most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life, except for giving. It's it's the rumbling when you haven't put the wheel nuts back on properly. (laughs) Also that. Also that. My uh, technical uh, difficulties. Well, I had a drive two weeks ago. Drive shaft fell off my my uh, little Audi A2. You know, the little aluminium ugly one, and yeah, that that just fell off, and the car just stopped working. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't wasn't so fun. Um, Cool. Well, Reggie, it it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you that's a dream come true man podcast me podcast two awesome guys yeah nice. it was very easy for us to make your dream come true you need to be more aspirational target for higher things you know because <laughs> just talking to two grumpy old airy men on, on, on a recorder it's not you know you can do better man um but um anyway it is a huge thank you and a regretful bye-bye to you but oh. until next time thanks so much honor was tremendous and uh, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me and goodbye from me Thank <laughs> you.